Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Anderson. I'm trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. My enjoyment comes from helping people to overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes that are released on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And if you're on a platform that supports it, thank you so much for taking a few seconds to leave us a rating and a review. And most certainly, we appreciate your support of this podcast. Beliefs, biases, and mindset, they shape our worldview is our topic for today. I want you to, for a moment, just kind of get relaxed if you can. And if you're in your car, keep your hands on the wheel. (laughs) I want you to think back to the first day of your new job, or perhaps there was the first project that you did for your company. So you walk into the room, it's filled with colleagues. There's some familiar faces, maybe from the interview, maybe from people you've met, but then there's some new ones also. And in those initial moments, you might have formed a very, very snap decision or a quick impression of your coworkers based on how they presented themselves, maybe as a result of their job titles, or maybe you saw some body language. All of these were contributing factors to how you've come to some conclusion. These initial thoughts or beliefs could have influenced how you approached collaboration, your teamwork dynamics, and any problem solving that you have to do in the workplace. Similarly, Our beliefs are responsible for shaping our experiences. The organizational culture and the broader work environment impact not only our professional relationships, but also our career decisions and our problem-solving approaches. Today, we're going to take a look at both of these elements and sort of tie together how they interact and come to either aid our mindset in a positive disposition or vice versa, how they come together to cripple our mindset. It's a very dynamic interplay between beliefs and biases, but I assure you at the end of this episode, you'll have a firm grasp with actionable steps to sort of lead you through the transformation that's necessary First, to understand what their biases and beliefs are, how they impact your mindset, and then what steps you need to do to modify these so that they work for you rather than against you. I think it's needful, given that we don't talk about these very much, to begin with sort of defining what this really means. And a simple definition for a belief is the idea that we hold in our mind about what we think is true. They come from experiences. They come from the environment that we're a part of. They come from our learning and perhaps even from our culture. A bias is a tendency to favor something or someone, often in an unfair way, based on personal opinion, or a preconceived notion. It can also influence our judgment, which leads to an inclination for or against certain ideas, people, and groups. 
Now that we've got a good baseline for what a belief is and what a bias is, now we're going to systematically sort of talk through seven talking points that are going to logically link the belief to the bias, to the mindset, to the worldview. We jump off with the formation of beliefs. These are personal experiences in nature. These are our own adventures and what we go through to shape what we believe. As an example, if you have a great experience with dogs, you might believe that all dogs are friendly. So there's no problem for you to walk up to a dog and just begin to pet it because the danger profile that someone who holds the opposite view, that's not something that you've experienced. You don't have that fear. Culturally and societal influences are also at play here. These beliefs are how you grow up. It's what your family and friends believe, and that gets transferred to you via influence. Oftentimes I'll say something about individuals who are in an authoritative role when you're in your most impressionable years, age birth through age seven. This is also applicable not only to subconscious program, but now we see there's also a component that ties directly into the belief. And then there's education. When you're in school, all of the books that you read, all of the teachers that you come in contact with, all of the dialogue that you have, the points of views that are shared between all of the facilitators, teachers, and the like collectively, these also help you to create your initial sets of beliefs. You might ask, what's the influence of bias on belief? Actually, there's a couple different ones that we need to be aware of. First is confirmation bias. Do you ever notice how you tend to listen more to things that agree with what you already think than not? That is, in effect, confirmation bias. It's like liking posts on social media that support your views without considering other people's perspective. And then there's the stereotypical bias. Sometimes we believe things about a group of people based on what we've heard or seen on a movie. In either case, that may not even be the truth. So these stereotypical biases are when beliefs affect how we see individuals or groups without any confirmation. And then the last one is in-group bias. Think about cliques right now. It's kind of like, you know, the people that you move with, the people that you like to be around, the people that you like to hang with, the people who are similar to you. These are what we call in-group biases. And we tend to favor these because we already have something in common with respect to bias, with respect to belief. Now, I want you to take the two of these beliefs, the ideas that you hold in your mind, and bias the tendency to favor or oppose something or someone, often in an unfair way, and marry this with a set of feelings. 
anytime you have feelings that get engaged, it's because your subconscious has had something impressed upon it and anything impressed upon the subconscious has to be expressed. Now, when we think about mindset, that's the sort of backdrop that I want you to go into this next section with, where we talk about how beliefs and biases shape mindset. There's two different mindsets that you already are aware of. The fixed mindset, which says some people and their abilities are sort of set in stone. They cannot be adjusted, upgraded, or enhanced. What I have now is what I got, and it can't be changed. What do you think they're going to do with respect to this? They're going to avoid challenges like the plague because they're afraid that they may fail. Whereas on the other side of this, in the growth mindset, there's this thought that if I don't have what I need right now, I can go and learn it. I can go and develop it. I can spend some time learning to enhance this area or to create brand new skill sets in a particular area where I didn't have them before. This is the growth mindset. It's akin to me saying some time ago, I don't know any Spanish, but after working on the language for six months, now I can construct some basic sentences. I can get around. I can move around a little bit. Not quite conversational, but I am developing that new skill set. Therefore, this is a growth mindset. When your beliefs and biases enter into the equation from a mindset perspective, they will literally dictate to you what you will and what you won't do, whether you will be open-minded or closed-minded. Let me tell you something. Let me issue the spoiler alert. When this takes place in your body, in your mind, in your being, it spills over into other areas of your life. So when we talk about this idea that beliefs, biases, and mindsets shape your worldview, you have to think about this kind of like a lens. In this case, the lens either creates for you a situation or a set of circumstances where you can be very well suited to do what you need to do, think growth mindset, or you can be very adverse to any type of change that takes you outside of your comfort zone. You're going to look back and you're going to be able to trace back to some of the beliefs and biases that you hold near and dear to you as being culprits in your ability to not excel or vice versa as you connect the dots looking back from previous success as how they propelled you forward to success. Think of a time when someone's beliefs influenced their actions. Maybe it's a historical figure. Maybe you can use a character in one of your favorite films. How did their belief impact what they did? Think about that. Think about how your beliefs impact how you think, how you respond, and how you engage 
in your personal and your professional lives. Think about how it impacts your decision making. If you have a propensity of thinking one way and that one way is the only way and that's all that you see, think about that as being a fixed mindset, then you're not going to have the openness, the ability to think outside of the box, to do the needful for you to go or achieve what it is you really and truly want to go after. You're going to be boxed in. This is how bias and belief together in conjunction with mindset either set us up beautifully or not. And again, you have to think about this from a lens and either that lens is going to be colored toward a fixed mindset or it's going to be colored toward a growth mindset. By all accounts, we want the growth mindset so that we can go after and achieve all that we desire to go after and achieve. All right, Mike, so you've told us all this stuff about beliefs and mindsets and how it's a lens and it impacts our personal lives and our professional lives and it's how we see the world. And now what do I do? This is exactly what I want to tell you. What, what do you do? We need to do some critical thinking, family. And in this critical thinking, what we're really focused on is asking ourselves qualifying questions like, if you have a belief or a bias, take the time to sit down with yourself and unpack that and go, why do I believe this? Who taught me this? Why is it such a big deal for me? And am I literally bound to this thinking? Or is there an opportunity for me to allow in an alternative opinion which may allow me to break free from this? We should be looking for evidence that this is absolute truth bar none. I'm going to tell you something. It may strike you the wrong way. Hopefully not. But when you take a real introspective look at your beliefs and your biases, and you try to prove out whether or not they are absolute truths, better than 90% of the time, you're going to find that that is not the case. Everything that you have done up to some point in your life has probably been predicated on how you felt about these things, these beliefs, these biases, and it's created a mindset for you or a lens with which you see life, and it could have been all predicated on false data. Yeah, it's a little hurtful, but at least you're learning about it now. At least you can do something about it now. There's an opportunity for you to change your mind today. And all you have to do is take a look at qualifying your beliefs, your biases, to see if they can stand up to what science says is absolute truth. That means it is unquestionable that this is a truth and there's no way it can't be. If you can do this, then you have an opportunity of a lifetime to change the circumstances that aren't working for you to a set of circumstances that will work for you. Beliefs can change. They are not fixed like the fixed mindset. They're very much growth oriented. They can be very dynamic rather than static like what you find in the fixed mindset. And just because you believe something now 
doesn't mean you have to hold true to that your entire life. Because as humans, we live, we learn, and we grow. That's the pattern we should be perpetually a part of. Live, learn, and grow. You can learn from your own errors. You can learn from the errors of people around you. And you can read books where people have invested major years of their lives putting into the book know-how and knowledge to fast-track your success, to give you an edge at this thing called life, and to help you get released from the things that don't serve you. It's an incredibly cool process, and I'm very, very thankful that I was able to bring this understanding to you. Let me summarize. Our beliefs often shape our subconscious by personal experience and sometimes societal influence. These give rise to biases. The beliefs and the biases, they impact our mindset. How we see life is how we see our world view. Biases, whether they are confirmation bias or in-group biases, all of the biases can affect our decision-making and our relationships and the things that we desire to do with our lives. So to foster positive change, lasting positive change, all we have to do is commit to the growth mindset, challenge each of our biases and our beliefs to see if they can stand up to science. What science says is absolute truth. That means you cannot poke a hole in it no matter what. It's true under all circumstances, and then begin to ask yourself a set of challenging questions about your biases and your beliefs to ensure that they meet the burden of proof. Just asking yourself these simple questions through a process where empathy is at play, no judgment, no assumptions, just the facts. You will find that after you have completed this process, you're going to have some work to do. I encourage you to do that work, one belief, one bias at a time. And in doing so, you're going to create for yourself a growth mindset. And at the end of the day, you're going to have a worldview that is harmonious and in alignment with what you have as goals, dreams, and aspirations. And thank you so much for tuning in. And that concludes this episode. I appreciate your time. I want to remind you that you are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.